PKN episode 400. Our like baby podcast is longer running than most real podcasts. Hell yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> we're going to have a Gretzky like record on podcast by the time we're done. <laughs> Woody will be 74. I'll be what 56. Kyle Taylor has shown some commitment to the game. I, I can't believe he did like bloodletting and sacrifice just for the just for episode 400. But yeah, yeah, I wanted it to be good. So <laughs> sure. it tasted how did, terrible. How did PKA go? Without pretty well, pretty well. You know, we had Wolf and Anthony Cumia, which was just an accident, really, because you know you injured yourself last minute, and so it was mm-hmm. like, who can we get that's like free? in an hour or two or whatever it was. I mean, it was more, it was more time than that to be fair, but like pretty soon. And uh wolf uh, quickly was able to fill in, but it, it made for a nice little contrast because they got yeah. to talk about like black lives matter stuff and the protests and <laughs> Trump. And, uh, and, and, you know, Kumia takes that line. He's like, oh, you gotta admit, you know, gas was $2 a gallon and we weren't in, <laughs> well, we were in some wars, but we were winning them. yeah his like hey look everything was perfect under trump the economy was booming and it's it seemed like the move was to let wolf and kumia talk rather than like team up on kumia but uh in my head i'm like you know we lost more jobs during that four years than we gained like you can't go too fucking bonkers about how great the economy was uh you know every time he bragged about the first time he bragged about the stock market passing 30,000. All right, cool, I guess. You know, celebrate. Not that you did it, but whatever. The fucking fourth time he's like, past 30,000. Isn't this great? I'm like, bro, you're flatlining. Like, stop it. So is everything okay? I'm getting looks. Yeah, I'm all good. Oh, no, anyway, no, was, so I just yeah. shut the heck up and let them talk rather than. <clears throat> no, I agreed. Uh, it was fun I, to watch. It. I thought the show was good, even though Taylor wasn't there, which is no small feat. And I think we used Anthony Cumia, who is cheat codes to make a good show. I agree. I, I think that's what I said after the show. I was like, I think that's He's a pretty great. damn good show, considering Taylor <laughs> wasn't here. Yeah. And uh, yeah. or something like that. Um, so so yeah, I, I I hope people liked it. Um, I love Anthony. Um, I like talking to him. He's hilarious. It, it's so he, he feels like my age. Like, like, like he doesn't <laughs> feel like a, a guy his age. He like he to like he and I relate on well, you both date 18 year olds you have that in common. <laughs> <laughs> he and I, I mean, relate you know and it... yeah we have good taste that's one of the qualities that we share true, uh, true. You're, you're just, when you look at Anthony you're like looking into a like a scrying mirror 25 <laughs> years into the future like not that this is really an age thing we did not see his girlfriend. I don't know what his current girlfriend looks like or is like, but I do know that she was in the other room playing PlayStation. <laughs> oh, I, I do know floor. that she doesn't remember 9-11. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. She calls those the 9-11 buildings instead of the Twin Towers. <laughs> the <laughs> the yeah. I bet there are kids who are like, you know, you know those 9-11 buildings? But his, it, no, that's a real legitimate thing. His yeah. pop culture like knowledge is, is like so like uh, hand in glove with mine. I was like, do you remember George Costanza's fake horses' names? And he goes, ah, ah there was there was Prickly Pete. And, <laughs> and it was it was da-da-da-da and Prickly Pete. And I, I was like it was a short one. It was a short one. The other one was short. And it was. <laughs> you know it. But he was when he, he heard close. it. He, he, knew was half, prick, he knew half of George Costanza's. He knew Prickly fake Pete, horses. which is already hard. And when he heard the second one, it was like, right. Yeah, for those who don't know those. the reference, yeah. like it's not like, oh yeah, that's it's not like knowing George's like father's name. Mm-hmm. It's like this one little thing in one little episode that was said one single time. 
Um, it's just a some real minutia. Um, but yeah, I love Ant, uh, and I like Wolf too. Wolf's always great. Wolf's chill to hang yeah. out with. Um, yeah, he's I was a real like great guy. So so it was uh, uh, it, it made the show a lot easier. I think having two people who were like, you know, coming two new engaging, people coming yeah. in who were engaging and like know what they're doing. Yeah, good. Yeah. Well, I was having a blast oh, last yeah? Thursday. Yeah. So I'll uh, I'll tell the the tale of what went down. So you can see it. My arm's still wrapped up. It's more right here on this okay. inside. So basically for for my birthday, my birthday's coming up and I never I'm really bad at telling people what I want because if I ask for something big, I feel very guilty about it. And so usually what I do is like, no, I don't want anything. And then two weeks after my birthday, something shows up that I bought for 600 bucks. And they're like, my wife's like, what the hell? Like, I would have bought you something. And so I was like this time I was like, you know what? I want a hack squat leg press machine. It's like sixteen hundred bucks. I've wanted it for a long time. It's far and away at sixteen hundred bucks, the most expensive thing I've bought for my gym. Triple up any of the other machines, and it's really? still more. Like all my other machines, are like five hundred or less. Like yeah. and sometimes way less. This thing sixteen hundred, and like the rationale is that like it's very heavy built. It's very nice. Like everybody who reviews it says they love it. So I was the super Titan? excited. The Titan one. Yeah. yeah, I've been looking at it too. You call it a hack squat? Yeah. So yeah, it's got so it's at a forty five degree angle. You can lay on the bottom part and press your legs up, oh, or you can flip the top to where it's little pads, and yep. then you can do a hack squat as well. So it's a two and in one. Calf, and the calf raises too because you're on that platform. Mm -hmm. So now you don't need blocks or anything. You're just you you can do there. everything with it. It's super handy. And so I was really excited about it. And <laughs> last week on Thursday, it wasn't supposed to ship until like later last week than the show. And my wife tells me, she's like, hey, I just got a notification. It's not only shipped already, it's arriving today. And I'm like, oh. <gasps> Like it's 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 push Christmas day. on December nineteenth. Yeah, exactly. like, it's push day, but I can finish push day, and then I can go down. I can put it together maybe before the show, and then fuck around with it and have some fun. And as just happenstance, I'm in here doing some work, and I go out to get a water. And as I'm walking past my front window, I look out and I see the big truck, like the guys delivering it. I just happen to see it. And he's kind of at the base of my driveway. And I don't have a long driveway, but I've got a steep driveway. And he is clearly struggling. It's not in like a taped box. It's in like an ammo crate looking thing, like particle board with like the studs under it where you can slip in the um, a crate, the, the, the pallet jacket. Yeah, it's a crate. And it's got those metal kind of crimps on the corners to hold all the particle board together, all the plywood yep. and everything with the screws in it and everything. And so the guy's like, oh, hey, I was just going to drop it off here. But if you want, I can uh, we can push it up into your garage. And I was like, sure, this will be a lot easier. And I already noticed that he was struggling because he had put the prongs of the pallet jack incorrectly. They were under the braces. And so, as you know, with the pallet jack, you're meant to stick it between the braces. So when mm -hmm. you lower it, the pallet jack hits the ground and you slide it out seamlessly and then can stick it back in. Well, he did it wrong. And so it's all kind of hanging off. And I'm pushing this thing as hard as I can, like a football linebacker sled. And we get it up into my garage. No problem. And I'm like, oh, that's awesome. And he's like, thanks a lot, man. I'm like, no problem. I appreciate it. And he's like, ah, he, he lowers his pallet jack and the whole thing goes. Doosh, and I hear the grinding of the pallet jack under like on my concrete. And he's like, ah, fuck, it's not coming off the pallet jack. And I want to be like, yeah, it's 
you didn't do it right. Like <laughs> there's, only, there's only one right. way to fucking do this. And it goes between the slats. Do you and see so, the palette, Jack? Spaces? Put it there. Yeah, put it in fucking spaces, dude. And so he lowers it, and there's just the grinding of the pallet jack. And instead of like maneuvering, he's like just yanking on it, which is kind of pulling him closer to the driveway and the down area. And so I'm, I'm I pull on the left side and I grab it and I, uh, I heave it. I pull it as hard as I can, and it somewhat comes off on the left side of the pallet jack. It's the so heaviest. Heavy. It's the heaviest box on earth. <laughs> this, this container and, and then, for my next yeah. trick the basement somehow <laughs> somehow I'm gonna, well, I'm gonna have to open it in pieces and so then i go to the other side and he's still standing up pulling on this thing and i wrap my arm around to where my arm is mm. like here's the corner of the box uh-huh. and i pull as hard as i can the thing clunks off onto the ground and he's like oh thank you like and i feel like what i think is like a bee sting level of pain on my arm and i do kind of a half-ass glance down like expecting a scratch and there is a hole in my arm very deep yeah there, there's my arm and I immediately go like I've never. Those St. Louis seen... hospitals do it differently than we do here. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was the job me and the U.S. UPS man did. And so basically, I immediately go like my instinct because I can see the the entire all the skin is perforated. The meat, I can see the fat and the muscle tissue. Like I can see all the fucking meat, and the darkest red blood starts pouring down my arm like it's soaked in two seconds and my instinct was to like try and grab it and pinch it closed and i was like uh i need to go to the hospital and the guy was like well i can't take you to the hospital i'm like no i don't want you to take me to the hospital just hold on don't leave don't leave yet and so (laughs) i like i'm pinching my arm closed walking back into my kitchen through my garage blood is everywhere and i'm like walking through my kitchen on the hardwood down towards my hallway because I wanted to get a towel from my hallway closet. But then I'm like, fuck, I'm going to ruin my carpet if I walk onto this. And so I find a clean dish towel and I'm looking for tape and I hear the guy, the USPS guy in the garage, he goes, I got tape! I found it! I found tape! And I'm like, thanks! And so I am still futilely trying to pinch this wound closed. There's so much blood, I can't get a a purchase on it and there's no way to close it. It's it's so gross. I go out there and they and I I slap the the towel on and the I'm the, I'm like thank you so much for not leaving right away. Tape me up. You know I don't want to bleed all over my car on the way to the the urgent care or the hospital. And he tapes me up good. He's like, wait, hold on, don't don't leave yet. Let me get another good round on there. My wife's a nurse, and I was like, I appreciate it, man. <laughs> and so and so my arm is is duct taped with a dish towel on it. Hold on, let me fly this. My dad's a pilot. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And as he's like getting back into his car to like try and continue his day, day of deliveries, I'm like peeling out like thanks and it's just like driving to the to the urgent care initially and then i called my dad on the way there and because he he's not a doctor but he's adjacent and works very closely with a lot of doctors familiar with that uh that industry and everything and i was like hey don't freak out but i just stabbed myself so bad like worse than it's the worst injury i've ever seen in person is the way i put it to him I've never, (laughs) I've never in my life seen a cut more intense than this in person. And he was like, okay, so it's through the skin. And I'm like, oh, it blew blew so far past the skin. Like it was like the, the width of it, it's 
at about 10% of the total, like kind of width of a exacto knife. Okay. And make it much longer than the exposed point of an exacto. I'm trying to figure it out. It's a long. You could put a crayon in it. You could you could have stick stuck multiple crayons in it. How many? Okay. You probably could have at the time of it opening. You probably could have got five, six crayons in. There. I'd have gotten seven. I guarantee. You, I bet you could have. But <laughs> I was, you know what? I'm patting I, myself on the back for my crayon unit. I played this game before. <laughs> <laughs> Not cut. I, I called my dad and I was like, "Hey, you know," I told him all that. And I'm like, should I just go to urgent care or what? And he's like, do not go to urgent care. It sounds like you got like real deal damage in your arm. Can you grip everything? Can you feel everything? And I'm like, yeah, I have full grip. Thankfully, my forearms are so jacked that there was a layer of muscle and fat under it. A, a week, a smaller man would have, would have died in the, the garage. The arm would have fallen off. Like a, the arm would have fallen off. You like know what? I, so I might have hunted down a tampon for the ride to the hospital. It was this guy taped it up so well that it didn't leak the whole way there. Now, when they eventually took it off, the entire towel was soaked with blood, blood, like wet. But I, I, I listen to my dad. I go to the hospital, and yes. it is, you know, you know how triages work in hospitals. Like everyone who's older than you who shows up goes before you. It do, it's not a line. It doesn't matter when you get there. And so, like, I'm just watching myself sink further back in line as the day goes on, which fucking blows. Because it's like, it's like, oh, you have a forearm laceration? And it's like, yeah, but, like, you can't tell with the duct tape. It's it's legit. It's a legit a one. Like, I'm not overdoing it. Yeah. When it, Next time something like that happens, it sounds like you went to a big-ass hospital, right? Yeah. I, I just went to the closest... Actually, that wasn't even because that's what I was told to go there. That's what makes sense. And I bet it was the best care you could have probably gotten. But if you'd driven like two hours into the country and went to some little podunk dunk hospital, it would have been crickets when you went two inside. Hours into the country. Yeah. <laughs> he waited longer. I waited <laughs> longer than that just to get in. And okay. like, like when I did go back and get I, in, I, yeah, yeah, go can, ahead. While we're doing suggestions, the hospital you went to, if you cared about it, I know you're a man who has a forearm scar. But plastics would be available there, and you yeah. can just request it. And typically, your insurance will cover it and be like, mm -hmm. you know, if it was your face, even as a guy, like ask for plastics. If you don't, you won't get it. You'll get whoever's in the ER just will mm -hmm. sew you back up and keep you alive. But that's not what you want. Like, if yeah. you care about your fucking scar, ask for plastics. I've learned this in my life. I'm sorry. Carry on with your story. I, I, no, no, I, no, I've heard that tip. too. And I really wanted to. I it, it's a forearm thing, so I just wanted it done quickly. Like just, just get it done. If it scars a bit, really not a big deal. Right. So at, after at long last, I get brought in the back and they, they start to take scissors to remove. They do the thing like, are you going to, are you going to want to keep the towel? I'm like, are, <laughs> are you, is there, a, is there yes. another doctor that here? Is like, Grandma's <laughs> towel. My <laughs> gift to you. <laughs> yeah, you can have that. We can I'm consider like, a payment for the stitches if you want. <laughs> I'm going to barter. Like, just, just cut it off. So they get those big jaws of life scissors and they go through the 15 layers of duct tape and the towel. And I don't, I don't know what it's going to look like under my, under the wound because like mm -hmm. last time i saw it it was over an inch deep like just a hole with an enormous amount of blood pouring out and what happens apparently is like your arm repressurizes and like starts to push like the meat almost like to the surface and almost out have you ever yeah, seen like a twice it, baked potato or a woman yeah. with an outie vagina yes yeah even better so it's so they they remove it and like I'm grossed out by it, so I don't want to look, but I have to know what it looks like. And it's like 
the meat of my arm is like cresting above the surface of like the a skin. Souffle. Yeah. Oh, wow. And the and the it was a resident doctor. So like I guess like the level below the real doctor who started, you know, numbing me and stitching me up and she looks at this enormous and I don't know anything about stitches. I've never had stitches, but I what? she looks at the wound and the only bone bone I've broken is my nose a couple times. Kyle, so have I, you I, never had stitches too? I've had so many stitches. Oh yeah, I'm in the hundreds. I'm sorry. Okay, Karen. okay. Karen. You've Karen. had so many stitches. <laughs> so I've had uh, I've had 20 stitches. Okay. Yeah. And so I I, I was like, I'm, I'm curious, is this going to hurt? Is it going to be like totally numb? Well, it turns out they numb the shit out of you. They could like chop your arm off and you wouldn't feel it. But she looks at the amount of damage in my arm and is like, okay, not, not too bad. I think this is going to be about three stitches. And what? in my, in my mind, I was like, these, I don't know, but those must be beefy stitches or something <laughs> like, I don't, and she sewed me up. And again, I don't know about stitches, but have you seen zombie movies where, <laughs> yes. where like the wound is open for all intents and purposes and it's pinched together kind of in three yeah. areas across? Yes. That yes. is what my arm fucking looked like. And she starts wrapping it up with the gauze and everything. Uh-huh. And I don't really know the difference. I'm like, well, that's horrifying. Like it's still oozing out. There's still like v- blood and viscera and stuff coming out of my arm when they push on it. And she was like, all right. She wrapped it up. And then the, the real doctor came in and was He's like, let's take a look. Right? That's the name. Of yeah. It. Yeah. The attending yeah. physician, he came in and was like, all right. So I see that Susie Q got you stitched up. Let me take a look. And he unwraps it and he goes, oh, like, <laughs> like, a, <laughs> oh, okay. Well, we're going to add some more stitches here. <laughs> and he was like, do you, do you want me to renumb the area? Like, do you feel this? And like, I had to make a, a decision. I didn't know. I was like, I kind of feel you poking, but not like really. And he's like, well, do you want me to, we can renumb it, but that'll take, I'm like, just go very quickly. Like, <laughs> and so I told him to go fast. And so then he starts sewing in the, and he adds four more stitches in between all the gaps. Meanwhile, well, I'm close. like, I'm seeing the beginning of like a terrible scar because of how badly this is going has has been put together on my arm and mm. even with the seven stitches there's there's there was still a triangle of red slice eight would have hit the spot out. <laughs> no I, I showed it to someone who is in the medical field i showed them the wound a few days like after the fact so it's already started like starting fusing back together and they were like oh my god that you needed 10 stitches like t- for sure 10 stitches here this is terrible like they did a terrible job of this and i was yep. like you know it seemed like it but yeah i can't I'm not it happened a last Thursday. I think I've got 10 days. All right. I can take off the sutures between one and two weeks. And they said to take like 10 days off of lifting, but I'm going to play it by ear. Just on it based on all the injuries I've had. It sounds like they should have done, you know, like a good six internal stitches to get that mm-hmm. together. And then a good 10, maybe external stitches. And then the whole thing would be sewed up. The yeah. internal ones are, I'm going to say biodegradable, but like, you know what they mean? They dissolve, your body will take them apart. And the external ones often have to be removed. Which feels great. You do that yourself, by the way. Oh, I know. Yeah, you're going to. Oh, really? They they sent me home with a suture removal kit. Yeah. This has to be like. (laughs) Uh, they don't always do that and they didn't used to do that i I think like some of my stitches were in the days when like mom stayed overnight after delivery and and Mm -hmm. like 
there were professionals there to like care for the baby and stuff. Now, 45 minutes after that baby pops out, they send your bitch ass home and tell you to start momming. <laughs> you, know, you just limp around breastfeeding or something. That's current <laughs> medical care. So the remove your own stitches thing is just par for the course. Okay. They they asked. They were like, you can All come right. back in and do this, or you can take this little kit for free and give it a go. I was like, just, just give me the kit. Yeah. It used to be nurses took care of your kid till tomorrow. Like that was like a thing that nurses did. No more. No, no more. Longer. Now you you know, don't be a bitch. <laughs> yeah. So that's why I missed the show. Everyone in is listening. I stabbed myself with a piece of metal. Well badly. Right after the the next day, you know, uh something equally bad befell me, obviously. You know, when yeah. when I dropped the blade to my food processor onto my foot there. Um, you know, dude, it, that it, happened as I was sending pictures of having stabbed myself. You're they like, were like <laughs> the, the pictures crossed in midair. <laughs> how did you drop the food processor on the bottom of your foot? Like that is confusing. So you know me. how, like, when you step, your foot is moving forward mm -hmm. and toes are pointed up. When you yes, swing yeah, forward, okay, sure, sure. Yeah, that's when it hit my foot. I was mid gate or mid step or whatever, Ooh, and it works. was falling, and it. It, it the toe was pointed straight up and if this is like the tip of my toe it goes from like almost the nail all the way across the tip and the bottom of it and uh, i immediately like dropped the pan i had in my hand and, and like wrapped it up and i was like we're not going to the emergency room i refuse i refuse to go to the emergency room and i <laughs> i like undid it and there was a pool of blood like as big as like a dinner plate and i was like <laughs> i refuse i literally got on the couch and like elevated it and like kept it squeezed really tight and it, it and eventually it stopped enough that i could get some super glue in there pinched that i was bit, wondering bit what shut. you went with yeah, yeah i i alcohol swabs and like got it clean enough and then a fat thing of um super glue and i wore latex gloves and i just held it shut for a while with the fan blowing on it and pretty much good as new How's uh, walking on it now? Sore. So you're tender with it, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But, you know, I take those Epsom salt baths, though, and uh, I don't know if there's any actual, like, flesh exposed. I made, like, a cake of super glue over the wound, so hopefully oh, yeah. that works it, it works itself out. Yeah, super glue, quite the lifesaver. Yeah, I know it was invented for that purpose. Everyone throws that out there when they hear the words. Did you yeah. know? Yeah, we all know by now. Everyone knows super glue was made to hold skin together. Someone's listening right now. I didn't know. <laughs> Did you know Steve Buscemi volunteered to for 9-11? Like, Shut the fuck up. We all know that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, well, I'm glad both of you are okay. Yeah, it was it was a harrowing weekend for us both. Equally. Well, I'm, I think I'm doing acro next weekend. So I I'll thought. Try and join I mean, life. sepsis sets in. I'm I, I I'm not here. There it is. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't go get any medical care like some people. I don't know. Like like me as a pussy. <laughs> Going to, oh, you got cut by metal. You want a tetanus shot? No, I did. I got a tetanus shot because they were they were asking me to like, have you had one in the last ten years? And I'm like, I couldn't tell you. Gun to my head. Let's assume no. I have no idea. And then like on the way home, I remembered I got one in 2017 when I almost cut the tip of my thumb off. Oh. And so I, 10 years is how long it lasts, I think. I yeah. agree. They should think 10. be better at that. Like I know there is some sort of cyber system out there that tells you all the things you've taken. Like mm -hmm. I, I got a physical recently and they're like, are you still taking this, this and this? And I'm like, no. No. 
What, what was mm. that for? Like a post-surgery? Like, no, I'm not on opiates. <laughs> Are you? Yeah, I'm on a daily opiate. <laughs> I'm on daily opiate. Life has been a struggle. <laughs> That's like asking your wife, do you still take these epidurals? <laughs> yeah, it was like on par That's with strong that. stuff, you know. <laughs> That's not but I'm like, it you, came from how somewhere. How are you walking? And I've never been to this like minute clinic before. So. Yeah, yeah when, I, when I like gave them my information, they're like, uh, at one, two, three, uh, Simon's Court. I'm like, I moved from there when I was 11. <laughs> like that was 2001. We we uh, had we had a flag out to remember the towers when we like uh, when, when, we when we moved, moved from gosh, that. Yeah, like okay. how on earth uh, is that where you think I live? But yeah, overall, like I was asking the doctor and everything, like how long do I have to take off lifting? And the guy was like, I mean. I guess you could go lift now if you wanted. And I was like, I am not going to take your advice on anything <laughs> because that doesn't make any It's like, you're telling me I stabbed my arm four and a half hours ago and you're, <laughs> and I can go deadlift now. <laughs> like, like right now. Well, you like, have three. You should have, you should have said, <laughs> you should have said, just to be clear, like when I say lift, I mean, 400 pounds several times tonight. Like, you, you know that, right? <laughs> oh, I don't mean groceries. well. Don't do that for like a month and a half, then. Oh yeah, I can tell. It's like I can push on stuff, and it I don't feel anything if I like pull on anything. Like I tried to close a window with my right hand the other day just by force of habit. That feels weird, but I'm I'm just thankful I don't have any numbness or anything. Which once yeah. again, it, thanks to my thanks to the years of farmers carries at the end of workouts. That literally, man, that's what yeah. I know. I, 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 I to my. My foot feels so weird when you rub the scar when I drop that stupid butcher's knife on it because like the nerve is like fucked mm -hmm. up in there. So if you wiggle it, it's like shorting out a wire. It's, it feels <laughs> fucky. You're like you were talking about how it took a while to get medical care, and I recognize now how bad the cut was. Like it was legit, and they may not have given you the care. Like they may have prioritized you a little more if they knew what they were looking at. Yeah, maybe not Susie Q. She doesn't know what the fuck she's looking at. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, it reminded me when I came in with Colin. He was like, like vomit Ooh. on his chest, white as a ghost, axe wound to the foot. And they're like, front of the line. Here's a bed for you, sir. Yeah. <laughs> you don't always want to be front of the line. This is like, it's, it's kind of sad. But like, as I was leaving the hospital, like in a pissy mood of like, this is bullshit. I can't even move the equipment for my shit out of my garage for almost two weeks because the pieces are too heavy. God, what a bad luck day. Miss the show, feel like shit, <laughs> mad. And as I'm walking out, like the doors to leave with my wife and I, there's this guy laying on his side on a gurney, oh. like, like a middle-aged guy, just like... And I like immediately was a surge of like life's not all bad. Yeah, like, you, start, like, you like whistle all the way to the car. I'm am, I am truly blessed. Like I don't know what happened to that guy, but he's in his work clothes. Just ah! <laughs> I, I, yeah. Last time I was in um, like an ER, uh, not the. Not this last time my foot. I think it was the time where they like forcibly like blood tested me at the at the hospital one night. Mm -hmm. um, I, there was a guy. There was a guy in there just in so much pain that the other people were like, "Can someone? <laughs> can someone <laughs> see that man over there? Like, like Dude. a woman has her kid who's probably got like a tummy ache, but there's a guy over there in a chair who like I don't know what's wrong with him, but he's making a movement like 
he can't stand to sit. Oh. Like, like, like he's like wiggling in that chair, like, like putting any pressure on his ass is like excruciating. It's like he's sitting on a hot coal, but he can't yeah. get up. That's what he looks like. And he's like sweating profusely and he's audibly groaning and he's biting down trying not to. And I'm just like, you know, this arrest ain't so bad, huh? <laughs> Let's get his blood test done, boys. I got all these toys like, like, I, I looked so like that guy like, it was when awful. I had my that complete hemorrhoidectomy. I was oh. that guy. And and so we're at the proctologist's office to get fixed. Mm. And we're the first appointment in the morning, right? They, they, they're like, we got to go. We see these like tomorrow morning, 8 a.m. So we're the first. Turns out there are like five first appointments in the morning. Mm. But I pale there's sweat beads of sweat coming down my face i was trying to talk my wife into running all the red lights to get there i'm in so much fucking pain and and i'm doing this like like holding myself levitating a little bit may i beads of yeah i don't remember the hemorrhoidectomy um (laughs) and 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 i kind of want the whole story now but like (laughs) this sounds horrific I, i i guess my i have to know like like because you are in this excruciating pain on the way was there not like one of those like numbing sprays or cooling mists or wipes or something that could have been applied? Is this like an I think emergency? We're beyond that, it's it's like, too far. Yeah. This is yeah. So how I'll close were you? In I won't fast. keep interrupting you, but I'm I should I'm gonna stop. So so what <laughs> happened was I had had on the hemorrhoid scale. This is so when they fix your hemorrhoid, you like don't have hemorrhoids anymore. You're cured, which is really cool. My butthole is actually newer than the buttholes that you guys have. So. Uh, um, but at the time I was prone to it. Like you get one, you're prone to another, you're prone to another. And, and now I'm just a wreck. I had a hemorrhoid that was like a four out of 10. You know, I could continue to function. I was fine, whatever. And I decide that is a good day to like chop wood all day long. I took a little problem and made it a mountain of a problem. I was younger and dumber. I was 26. And, uh, um, so anyway, it's not getting better. It's getting worse. It is a problem. It is just, it, it, uh, hemorrhoid is, it's right on your anus. You can even see it. And, uh, it's a like picture like a vein that just swells and gets bigger and bigger and bigger until it's a, like a balloon. And Ooh. mine is too big. The size of, uh, be the biggest grape you've ever seen. Uh, you know, that, like that size. It's like attached to your asshole. How yes. close were you to? pricking it with something not at all close to that 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 is they call it lancing and it's something Mm -hmm. a proctologist might do Mm -hmm. but uh um i get there and i'm like jackie ask the receptionist if we can go first and there's like all of us are having a bad day but my wife is like is it possible to see my husband first and she's like yes yes yeah we will we will take him in front of the line and i go there and the proctologist is like a hundred years old and uh he looks at my butt for one second and he's like complete hemorrhoidectomy this you know we're we're, we're fucking we're going balls to wall on on this thing because there are a lot of procedures they can do they put little rubber bands around it and let it die mm-hmm. they can just pop it like it's called lancing it and that's another way to like relieve that's it what I, I, this is I've been like take it now and i think it could i would have brought a gun <laughs> they just cut the whole balloon out and sew it back together i think is basically what they did for me it's one of the most painful recoveries of any surgery that can, it's the, probably the worst it's the worst are you out? thing in the world it would, during the surgery this is the recovery though i'm talking okay. about that that was the super bad thing and uh um so anyway uh he sees me complete hemorrhoid and then he, his son works there too his son is a proctologist and he's like a complete hemorrhoidectomy dad like 
you think? And the guy's like, do you want me to look? And I'm like, and he goes, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Complete hemorrhoidectomy. So Methuselah operates on me. In like, <laughs> <laughs> like a, it's quick. That was a thing, too. So I get to the hospital, and I'm dying in pain. And it's clear. Like, there's no fakery or exaggeration yeah. happening here. And um, it wasn't long at all. They, they, it was, they handled it like an emergency case, like a gunshot wound almost. And they get me in there. They get me in scrub. I'm, I'm like front door to the OR in what seemed like 12, 15 minutes. Like, Damn. like I'm the guy that they're prioritizing. How, how quickly did they give you something for the pain? Was there a, within was there a, that 50, like call it, I don't know. I don't forget. If it it might have been before the OR. So, you know, yeah. 12 minutes in and they, they put the IV in and then they put something in the IV and they're like, do you feel better? And I'm like, wait, <laughs> actually, I do. <laughs> How did you cure my butt pain with the dude from the thing? I cured all pain. <laughs> I don't need this. On second mouth. thought, you don't need to do Just send me home with this. <laughs> I literally had that thought. I literally was like, like I, you know, I'm kind of okay now. Maybe we just hear, heal naturally. 15 gallons of that. And uh, <laughs> yeah, so... Uh, to wrap this up, I did the surgery. The recovery was one of the most brutal experiences in my life. It felt like pooping a broken glass Oof. for weeks. You know what I bet the fucking cure would have been? This this may sound a little gay. You know those lube injectors that they use? Oh, yeah, for anal. If if I had that surgery, I would absolutely been like... So so for Taylor's benefit, they had the mm -hmm. end of it is doesn't look scary, but it looks kind of like a turkey baster, but like rounded yeah. off and smooth. And if you're if you're gonna fuck a girl on the butt, you can inject her whole butt with lubricant, and you can use like numbing lubricant, and then let that sort of mm -hmm. sit in and do its thing. Yeah. But if you were gonna like have a dangerous, scary shit where you didn't want anything to get to like hurt at all, lube that thing up. Like, like, like you don't. Yeah. You're not I'd gonna be on have a liquid diet. I, That's oh, a good I, idea. I actually, you were on a diet. It might have. I and you're right. I was on a diet. I was on a diet that included some sort of oil. Was it straight up olive oil? I forget. But uh, I don't, well, they gave you an that's oil to lube you up anyway. Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah. And and basically, your digestive system is just filled with this stuff, and you're on Greasy. like laxatives, and and it was still amazingly painful oh. and long. Like I want to say, laxatives. You're doing this we, all day. Yeah, it, it's it's an awful. It Taylor for weeks oh. for weeks. I had that. I missed like two or and a half weeks of work. How long was the period when you started getting the hemorrhoid to when it was like? insurmountable like i have to go to the hospital 36 hours something like that that's like, how how quickly they pop up it, it, it yeah. popped up and then he like made it so much worse by doing all that hot yeah, sweaty yeah. friction work with his loins <laughs> <laughs> that's sort of what i was counting back. from from splitting wood to seeing the doctor to for like the night before seeing mm -hmm. the doctor was probably a day and a half like i tried yeah. to give it a moment to heal like and it wasn't my first mm -hmm. hemorrhoid but um yeah, and, and like I said, anyway, yes, yeah, so a day and a half, and it was like, this is oh. just, I can't live this way. It, 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 I was like suicidal. It was like, like I, if you hurt that bad, there's no will to live yeah. anymore. Mm -hmm. That That's and brutal. that and the um, kidney stones are two of my like biggest fears because like the thing I've with my eye bad. like like hurt really fucking bad, and like like just mm -hmm. the drive to like get it done. That I remember telling the Uber driver, her being like, "Ooh, I couldn't," and I'm like. Yeah, that's how I feel too. I have mm -hmm. to. Yeah. There's no getting out. This is a fucking train to Auschwitz. There's no, there's no getting <laughs> off, lady. Yeah. There's just dread and fear. One way. And like yeah. that's how I feel about those two things too. 
I would pay whatever I could and like travel to another country if it, if it meant I could get that hypersonic sound wave shit. If they were like, sir, your, your stones are 13 millimeters and, and we're only ready to eight millimeters. You need a Brazilian uh, gun to knock these out. And that's yeah. frankly, sir, it's not very safe. I would be heading to Brazil. They won't have me. I'd be importing a Brazilian hypersonic <laughs> kidney stone gun. And zapping myself or something. I, yeah. I, I cannot pass that stone. You've never had one, right? No, no. And, yeah. and I, I drink, dude, so much soda. Oh, that like, gives you one? But That's what everyone always says. But I don't believe it. It has to be genetic. Because there are these people yeah. who get multiple right. kidney stones. Meanwhile, there's me with 35 years of soda experience. My household had Diet Pepsi in the two, in two liters uh, continuously. It's what we drink. <laughs> it was our best. how we hydrate. It literally is. I, I'm not exaggerating. It's how we hydrate. Okay. Diet Pepsi. I, I, yeah. Trashy, trashy, maybe. It's what we did. Okay. Never a kidney stone. I think you're yeah. right about the genetic thing because I know one person in particular in my life, he's an older guy, but like he eats a special diet to avoid them. Mm. And like even his doctor, apparently, what he told me a few years ago was like, yeah, it's just something I have to deal with. I don't eat this. I don't eat that. And I still, about once every four years, have to go in and get them pulverized. I remember going My, to Jacob Miller's house, and they had milk at dinner. And I was like, I'm never coming back here again. <laughs> <laughs> it was chicken nuggets, uh, little pineapple rings, and I don't remember what the third thing was. Maybe mashed potatoes, and then glasses of milk. And I was just like... With your chicken rings? No, it was in pineapple rings, you know, oh, like, like you get out of a can. I like that. I love that. Like, like, yeah. like, like that's the closest thing to candy that people on a like a, a restricted diet get. It's mm -hmm. so dramatically sweet when you haven't had like real sugar in so long. Mm -hmm. Anyway, did y'all drink milk at the table? Like, like, like that's I drank. know Woody spilled the milk one time. It was a thing. So that's true. Yeah, oh. we, we drank milk at the table and you were forced to finish it. Well, I mean, we I usually, drink every drop at your house. God damn. Yeah. There's usually water in our house. Water? Water is probably much always water. Yeah. Uh, maybe people are a little more educated now. I, I think we'd give our kids water. Yeah. Today. Water, like milk's not healthy unless, I, I mean, you're bulking. If When I'm like bulking up and I'm like, how can I add more? It's like, let's throw some whole milk in here in these in these shakes. It's like, holy shit. That's, a, that's 150 calories. Yeah. It's, it's, that, it's, isn't whole milk like, a good post-workout, something like that. No. People act like it has a lot of protein, but the protein to calorie ratio sucks. Yep. If you're in a weird spot where all you eat are things with no fat, then there's room for milk in your diet. But I never feel like I have any trouble hitting my carb or fat macros, so I don't add milk. You know, oh, yeah. I, I show those carb macros what's what. <laughs> they don't stand a chance right right you know like, like it, it, when i'm dieting well and i'm i have been recently um i like i focus on protein 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 and everything else can go fuck itself it'll it'll be fine if i'm a little low on carbs oh no <laughs> I've, <laughs> like, I've done that before where like i've been a little low on carbs and i'll be like well i mean i gotta fuel up it's, it's like <laughs> it's like it's right? it's 11.45 at night. <laughs> what are you feeling? Those for? goldfish aren't going to... You know what? If I finish the goldfish, then I won't eat them later. So. You know what was funny? Like my, I had gotten rid of all my goldfish and everything, 
And like my wife was being so sweet because she saw how bummed I was that like I couldn't build a workout thing. I couldn't use it. I can't work out now for probably the better part of two weeks. I think I'm being optimistic with the 10 day thing. Mm. But she was like, well, I'm just going to take care of you all night. I know you're so bummed and everything. Is there anything you want from the store while I'm there? And I was like, uh. goldfish. <laughs> <laughs> so she got me more goldfish and I've been eating those the past few Damn. nights. So, yeah, I, I went the wrong. If, if my wife was like, I, I don't like, oh, I'm going to take care of you. Gonna... Put your hair in a ponytail. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Clean the entire house. <laughs> Top to bottom. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. She like gets a little mischievous grin, puts it in a ponytail. She's like, all right, now do those fucking windows. They are amazing. <laughs> Get that hair out of your face. There is a a it's going to be sweaty work. <laughs> There's a tremendous amount of moles in the backyard this year. <laughs> you, you don't up. want them grabbing onto your hair. That's the first thing they go for, the moles. Well, the floor of the basement where I work out hasn't been cleaned since the previous owners of the home. So if you could take care of that. Dude, That's I've been looking at um, those four by six, three quarter inch um, stall mats. The price mm. went up. See, this tractor supply store caught on to what was happening rather quickly, obviously. So now if you go to their website, they have their fitness like thing now. They actually, mm -hmm. at tractor supply store, now they actually sell fitness mats. And I think they're like, like a six by four by three quarter inch mat is like it's over a hundred dollars. Yeah, they're expensive. Yeah, it's like one hundred fifty dollars, one hundred seventy dollars delivered or something like that. And you know, twenty five by twenty five garage, uh, it's incalculable. The, yeah. the cost. <laughs> yes, that is fact. Yeah, probably a grand or so, twelve fifty, some something in there, just off the top. Of my if head. you want to do the whole floor, yeah. Of course, I want to do the whole floor. It has to all be seamless. Um, <laughs> it has to all be seamless. I, so, like, I have. Things, it's a binary thing with me, um, with like neatness and like or orderliness. Mm -hmm. Things can either be a complete wreck, and I'm okay with that, or they have to be like really well organized. Like most of the time, I'm okay with like complete just chaos. Mm -hmm. like, like, like I needed some tools yesterday, and I was like, fuck, the drill's in my trunk, the <laughs> ratchet. Well, the ratchet pieces, well, they're in the garage and the ratchet, it's under the bed somewhere. I think I was going to use it as a weapon if need be. And <laughs> it's just like <laughs> everything's scattered. But like I want to I want to put this little garage gym or basement gym, whichever it ends up being together kind of neatly if I can. I remember I'm just making I'm sorry to call out poor Kyle, but like in terms of like, hey, some things can be a complete mess and some things need to be quite clean. I'm in his car. And it's like, ah, oh, it looks like I went to Wendy's a year and a half ago. <laughs> <laughs> there was there was a bag of fast food back there, and and Woody's house, Woody's car must stay very clean because I, Ch Chiz and I both agreed that 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 you were very that you overreacted to my what was literally a petrified French fry. Y'all may have seen <laughs> no, this. No, no, no. There was you a bag. There was the white. What did you do to scare it with things in it and stuff? Yeah, there were not wet things. No, no, no. They were they were uh, aged. They petrified. <laughs> like, like the French fries crazy. have like turned to the point where you can like if you bent them at all, they just go. It's, like a it's become wood. My yeah. car is in between. Um, you won't find really anything that doesn't belong there except dust. So it doesn't get like detailed or anything. But if there were say a water bottle in there, then that comes with me when I leave the car all the time. Yeah, I'm not about that life. Um, there's stuff in my car, especially in the back seat, because you know, like there, <clears throat> there have only been like I don't know how many people have sat in the back seat of that Camaro before, 
but it's a very short list of people. Not that I, not that I'm that exclusive with who I put in my car. It's just that there's no goddamn room back. Yeah, there. not a lot of people choose the Camaro. No. Most when there's walk. more than two people. Most walk in that <laughs> or the trunk. The trunk has the you trunk got a unicycle. Really I mean, anything else? <laughs> it's terrible. It's terrible. Um, I, I I've been back there before on that trip. I got back there at one point to save to spare you, and, uh, oh. and I think I think maybe I had a I've had some girls back there before for sure, but it's it's not for grown people. Probably not um, while you were there, <laughs> <laughs> honey. There's got to be a better place. <laughs> yeah, it's awful. Um. So yeah. Anyway. Uh, Good stuff. And that's a horrifying story about your asshole. I hate it. <laughs> I, I have yeah, another one. Scared, just no. as, I've talked about the uh, testicular torsion before, but you mentioned the guy leaning over groaning. Mm-hmm. I was that guy on testicle day. And yeah. uh, I was getting all the attention from the ER. Like everyone's just taking care of me, checking on the kid with the, the testicle bell the ball. <laughs> yeah, really. I'm 15 <laughs> years in old. the room. They're like... <laughs> At 15, they really care about your testicles. If you're 65, I imagine they're like, well, amputate. But for me, they're like, like your fertility, you don't really, I don't really think of fertility as like one of the main things you value. Like, but medically, like fertility goes along with like keeping the foot or you know, mm. the hand or something. Like yeah, losing big. that is a big deal. So, uh, you know, they're really taking care of me. I'm getting like first class attention and I'm moaning and I'm not faking. I'm in a lot of pain. This is a problem. And my dad is like, everybody's focused on you. Keep it up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm proud of you, son. For a second, I was afraid he was going to go the other way. No, no. But everybody's <laughs> focused on you right now. Man up. <laughs> like no. that would have been... Fuck, really? <laughs> and it, it was like it was almost a life lesson. Like, like sometimes it is appropriate to work this system. Maybe not all the time, every time, right? Don't like cheat on every test you take. Study. Don't don't like do everything shortcut wise. But sometimes, you know, work the system a little. You, you, yeah, you had a testicular torsion. So you were just letting them know you're in pain. Yeah, I don't want to bother you, but my my testicle is dying. <laughs> literally, literally, it was yeah. funny. He, I, this is a story Kyle won't like, but like, so he, he he cuts you open, he looks at it, and it is not the right color. It's like blacking and it like dying. And he's like, and then I unspun it, and it pinked right up. It's good to be fifteen. And I was like, oh my god, what would have happened if I was twenty five? But you'd have never had children. Could be. Oh, I think oh, no. you, can, oh, you just no. still got the other one. No, yeah. I th- no, I think you'd have been. Oh, you wouldn't have been both. Oh, you're fine then. So they uh, <laughs> better with only one. I guess the I don't know if it's the vas deferens in particular, like what holds your testicle in place, but mine yeah. was long, giving it the ability to twist. And while they were in there, they put a little stitch in both of them so that they can't twist. Wow, well, a little oh, humble brag. Man, that's uh, twist proof balls. Yeah, yeah, it'll be to flex yeah. on y'all, but they are twist proof now. And so. you're what, what age did you get your asshole redone? It's almost legal. I got a question. <laughs> the butt was 26. Oh, so, <laughs> what he's got a tight little 22 year old ass. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking about this the other day, like, like if I get um, it, it getting a vasectomy is one thing. But then it was like, wait a minute, what? Why do I need? What do I need the balls? 
What if what if we just lost the balls? But why? And I got aesthetically, you don't. No, 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 no. Stick with me here. And then we got some of those nudicles, some big ones, right? Oh. Like, like I could pick, I could get like a testicular enhancement, essentially, like some, like some real melons down there, fist yeah. size, both of them. And uh, and I, what I was, balls. that's that's like ninety nine percent a joke. But my que my question would be ninety nine percent, like like one percent. I'm like it could be kind of cool, right? Like is it one of those things where like I go in, wake up, and I got a new set? How many hours I, until after you remove your balls voluntarily are you going to be like? But doesn't the one percent of you realize that they do other things than just make sperm? I mean, I inject. Yeah. Oh, do they make the sperm? They do. I think testicles make sperm. Do I don't know about the rest semen, of the though, because I need the semen. The yeah, semen yeah, yeah, comes yeah. from your prostate. But okay, well then, why do I need the balls? I inject all the testosterone. I don't know what it'll look terrible. What do testicles do? Is I told you about sperm. the nudicles. I'm getting big fancy balls put in. Yeah, they might be uh, gilded. Symmetrical, <laughs> perfectly shaped testes. Yeah, but you're. Yeah, but what if your sack doesn't take to them? And then we'll what just get a new set. Just clear the whole place out. Get in new stuff. You're saying they do it to dogs like every day. Yeah. It's like a Actually, super simple Kyle, procedure. I could do it myself. Don't Kyle's do making it. more sense the deeper I look into this. They make testosterone, which you could get in a needle, and they make I sperm, do. which is the point of removing them. Yeah. Yeah, which you so, can get for free at the park. <laughs> <laughs> at the bookstore. You know. And, and, and like like the benefit from this, I was wondering, like, when you get kicked in the nuts, it is the actual balls that are hurting, right? So, so like if they weren't yes. there anymore, would I be immune to to, to low blows now? Like a hundred percent. Like what would it feel well, yeah, like? Your noodles mostly. I mean, your dick is sensitive. Yeah. Too. Well, I could I, flip it up, flip him up, get him out of danger. That doesn't throw him under the waistband. Now I was a. Uh, I wrap him up in athletic tape anyway. That's the, <laughs> when I was a, I was a teenager and I was surfing, right? And every once in a while, the wave like dies out. So you're surfing on your feet, like you might imagine. There's a weak spot, and I just like jumped to my belly and started paddling real quick. Well, the dick was pointed up. The wetsuit holds it very tightly, so you don't have to be hard or anything. And I just squished the head in such a way that Ow. I was scared it was permanent damage. Fuck. So not completely invulnerable is my point. He's pretty resilient. Mm, yeah. He's yeah. built a pound. Hardy. A hardy fellow he is. Mm-hmm. Um, I see some of those guys with like those real like 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 a nine inch dick, and it's like it looks like the 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 big like big pin. It's so skinny, and I'm like that could actually be dangerous to operate. Like like he's got to be careful if he if he does that that bit like a where long thin penis. Yeah, yeah. If she does that bit where she's on top and and she hits that angle and it goes in wrong, I think that one will snap in too, like a Twix. Yeah. <laughs> Well, be wary for our for our pencil dick listeners. Don't let them yes, snap. All of you pencil dick <laughs> listeners. <out. laughs> I wonder how many are self-identifying right now. Fuck! <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're like they're holding up a big pen and they're like, motherfucker. Yeah, that was a pretty girthy pen. <laughs> uh. I don't, I don't, I don't know. Poor guys. I hate to penis size shame. That doesn't seem nice. Body positivity. No, it, it, that's what we're doing here. I'm just, I just think it'd be dangerous yeah. to operate that equipment. That's all. Mm -hmm. It could be. It could be risky. Sounds like it's a danger for the, the guy getting ridden though. Not for the lady as much. Well, yeah, of course not for the lady. But Unless it's a very, very long, like thin to the point of sharp. Oh. And then you're fucking a girl <laughs> just it's... like, uh, like in seven. 
No, what was the fucking sword name that the little chick assassin had? Stinger? Something like that. In in Kill Bill? No, this is uh, Game of Thrones. Arya? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Stinger. Her her sword was Stinger. Did I get it right? Yeah, I think you're right. It's definitely not Sting because that's Lord of the Rings. Yeah. (laughs) Needle. It was Needle. 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 Yeah. Yikes. (laughs) Yikes. Yeah. I I hate even remembering anything about that show. It's such a. That angry at it, huh? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Waste. Look at all that time it wasted and all that hope it inspired in us for years that it was going to be fun. It's very upsetting for me. Mm -hmm. Did you watch the new Thor trailer? I don't watch trailers. Oh, that's fair. I I will not spoil anything. I'll say it got me excited. The the only thing I did see was the image of him, like sort of. It looks sort. You know, it's got that. Guardians of the Galaxy Thor retro kind of thing, and he's holding mm-hmm. uh, Stormbringer or whatever his new axe is called, and maybe some lightning's hitting it and stuff. And he's, you know, he's, he's ripped again. So, like, yeah, I'm down. Yeah, I, I can't remember where uh, his hammer is at, Mjolnir, but uh, I'm excited for it and the Guardian stuff. The other stuff I don't, I don't really care about, like like the the Chinese guy with the nine rings. And uh, I saw that. Not that that I didn't watch that. People said it was it. good. I disagree. Well, you know, um, I don't know what you're thinking. Actually, I'm, a, yeah. I'm not the most respected movie reviewer on the show. I get <laughs> that, but I didn't like that. Um, I forget nine rings or ten rings or whatever it was called. Mm. Um, Shin something. I don't know. But I go to this. I didn't know anything about the Guardians of the Galaxy. I hadn't heard of them. I I didn't. I'm like one of them is like a pet person or something. Like I knew nothing. And then I watched it and I was like, this was actually really good. Yep. So I'm open to the concept <clears throat> that there's some <laughs> other Marvel thing out there that could be amazing. It depends who makes the movie. It, it, you yeah. know, like Guardians could have been another like fan four stick. Um, if you remember that movie, it's when they tried to make the Fantastic Four and they spelled it. Uh, they, instead of oh. an A, they used a four. <laughs> so it's uh-huh. fan four stick. And uh, like, 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 it was one of those movies where they had to go back and reshoot. So, like, some of them are wearing wigs and stuff, and it, it's really jarring. And it was just a complete disaster. It's another one of those uh, the Sony uh, or, or or whatever uh, Marvel movies, you know, because they still own Fantastic Four at least than they did. Maybe things have changed hands with Disney and everybody moving around and buying billions of dollars worth of companies. I don't know, but uh, but it was awful. Sony, off. please sell 15 years worth of rights to someone who will make good movies. You I have saw good properties. I, I know you, have, you haven't seen Moon Knight yet, so like you wouldn't get this little meme, but there was a meme and it was like Moon Knight looking to a mirror at uh, at Sony and like Moon Knight was Marvel and the, the person in the mirror was Sony. It was like, I could save us both. Come, <laughs> let me take over. Because like that's because that's the thing with Moon Knight. He has these dual personalities, and only no. one of them knows how to use the fucking powers. <laughs> and like, but if you give you if he gives himself over, it's it's like now that guy's in control. He doesn't. He, you have to relinquish power to the other personality. So the, the non-powerful works. guy is in control. He has to allow the powerful guy to. to Whoever drive. is in control is remains in control, in control uh, uh, basically until they relinquish that control. Well, why would they ever relinquish control? Do they just, like, because they each have skills and uh, actually being aware of uh, each other is a brand new thing. He, he's he's having a dissociative like fucking meltdown like in the middle of this world uh, saving event. So he's having a meltdown. Already. I love the idea that one guy is like a badass fighter superhero. Yes. And then he's like 
This place is a mess and the taxes are due. <laughs> <laughs> Snap over. <laughs> and the other schlub who can't do throw fireballs or whatever is like, it's all like, right. It, it's basically two of the cliches from like any Jason, like, like any um like like Mission Impossible movie, right? You got you got Tom Cruise, who's the guy who's gonna climb on the building and, and kill the people, but then you got uh the guy in the van, right? Uh whose uh, name's escaping me. The guy in the van is in his head, and every now and then he's like, All right, you you know what the stars looked like three thousand years ago. All right, take over. Fuck. <laughs> like, <laughs> like they have to swap out a little bit, but but for the most part, um, that show's just okay. I don't know. I, it's just something to kill time. I, I don't recommend it. But it's, interesting. Yeah, I don't know. It's even got um, it's got some good casting. I like the villain. Uh, his Ethan Hawke is the villain, um, and uh, he's he's pretty hardcore. He's 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 a, he's, he's this soft spoken villain that I don't really. I don't know. I don't like him. He's too soft spoken. Like I like, you're you're not afraid of him. You're like this dude's kind of chill. Like like <laughs> you realize that you could totally get down with this guy because like his only thing is this. He represents an Egyptian god who wants to judge people for things that they may do in the future, hmm. or that things that they have done in the past, or the things they're doing right now. All in this moment, you're being judged right now for your entire life's work. This uh, th and, and he puts this little thing on them, and it, it uh, like between their hands, and they hold hands, and like the scales tip, and like if you either live or die in that moment, and, and it's like, wait, I've lived a good life for fifty years, yeah, but at some point in the future, you were gonna fuck up, mm -hmm. so you are hereby punished right now. This ensures that the guilty are always punished. The difference is our hero, his Egyptian god's deal is. If we catch somebody slipping, we fuck them up, yo. Like, like that's his whole thing. Like, like he waits until they have committed the crimes already, and then he literally beats them to death. And uh, and 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 so these two Egyptian gods have an argument, basically about policing strategy. Mm -hmm. And that's a whole Marvel TV show. So, I hear I'm excited about this concept because it solves the Walter Frey problem. I've 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 said this so many times. I'll do it quickly. This guy lived his best life right he had dozens of wives and dozens of children and he was the ruler of a kingdom until he was like a hundred his kids like 75 and never gets to be king and then for his last like 10 minutes really sucked and i'm like yeah, he won he won this game a hundred to point five like it's if there was a basketball school he crushed it or score he would have crushed it so uh, well, anyway, the Egyptian god would, would have punished him at 13. And that's kind of how I'm feeling watching it. I'm like, you know, like, it works. Like, 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 as long I, as he gets I, it right. Yeah, I don't care. And, and like, like the, the most hardcore thing Ethan Hawke does, I guess, to like flagellate himself on a continuous basis. Every morning he wakes up and he like takes a drink of water from this glass and then he wraps it in a towel and smashes the glass with his magic cane that judges people's souls. And then he pours the shards into his like mandals and then he slips them bitches on and he walks in glass all day. And you can hear him every time, every step he takes, he goes, kink, kink. Cause he's got the shards of glass all in the bottom God. of his mandals. Well, I, I know you said the show is just so, so inskippable, but you've captured my imagination. Well, go I'll check it up. You'll be out. You'll be disappointed. Um, I, I know think I, that's I, the plan. <laughs> I know I have been. It, it's like, it's like, I don't know. Like, like, there's definitely not gonna be any titties. I'll say that Disney's got to get some titties in there. There's not enough gore either. I don't mm, know. Yeah, this show needs to be on HBO. 
while Marvel owns their own shit. I, I like I, I like You're titties right. and gore though. Titties and gore are like the cornerstones of a good TV show these days. I feel my um, dreams are not constrained by corporate enterprise, you know, corporate org charts and such. Yes, should they be are. on HBO. Um, no, 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 the I, the reality is my dream. Better Call Saul is out though, the new season. So mm. um, I want to check. I I noticed a little cool thing. Um, I just saw the. I only look at posters, so. If they do anything cool with the poster, I catch that. So, like the poster for the new season of Better Call Saul, I want to say it's like black and white, and he's wearing his like standard like lawyer suit, but he's doing that thing where he's like throwing on a new sport coat. You know, he's like doing that motion, and the new sport coat's like bright red. You know, so he's it, it's him transitioning hmm. into like the real the Saul Goodman from Breaking Bad, the flamboyant bright ah. orange suits and shit, and like the whole persona. Um, I think this is the season where he transitions into that. And when maybe he loses pretty blonde lawyer lady. Yeah, pretty slick, right? Yeah, I like it. I The final season. Oh, that's interesting, too. So it's on AMC. I think we pay for that. Yeah. We like, dude, Colin buys shit. And then it just, like, keeps happening. <laughs> I mean, as long as you've got your entertainment. I saw a thing the other day where this lady is in her garage. And she's got, like, two little boys. And she's like, you bought this? And they're covering their faces. You know how dogs will be when they've like torn up a magazine? Yes. They're doing that. They are crying. They are mm. crying. They are so embarrassed. It's like an 88-inch TV. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't buy a PlayStation or like some little bullshit thingamabob. They have a gigantic box there with like an 80-inch pla- uh, you know, LED TV. And she's just, she sounded so chill about it. The mom did. My mom would have been beating me while she recorded. <laughs> I, like, like this lady wasn't mad. I clearly because Amazon's going to take that TV right fucking back. But like, I don't know if I'd fucked up like that. I just, I liked that the kids were afraid because they needed to be afraid. But my mom would have had to work a lot harder to get me that afraid. Is I guess is where I was. She earned your fear, and she would have. <laughs> I, I choose to believe that dad's like back there, like. <sighs> Nice for kids. You guys are taking the fall for this one. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, honey! Whatever will we do? I already opened it and mounted it to the wall and installed HBO <laughs> and invited all of our friends, and they're here. <laughs> I, read, I read something, and I'm kind of getting on board. It it might be the move to buy the dumbest TV you can find. Some of the smart TVs are inserting their own ads, which I haven't seen myself, but I've read about. Mm-hmm. And uh, they can go out of date, and maybe you don't get every channel. Is that a thing? Um, I think the best experience comes from a streaming device. So, Just get the dumbest TV and a Roku or whatever's good. Go ahead, Kyle. Might be. Okay, well, I completely agree with that. So I do both. Um, I think I've got a Sony. I think I got a Sony. Okay. Um, I don't notice any ads but if they did give me ads i'd appreciate them honestly because they're advertising content to me and Don't i we have always the same want tv the samsung i think TV? we have the exact same tv yeah okay then but 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 like i use it i don't know about you but i use its interface occasionally um especially if i'm going to like adjust something over there with the, with the tv settings but mm-hmm. um for some reason i have paramount plus installed into the tv but not into my like amazon device and I'm too lazy to go and like find that information. And I did one of my wackadoo passwords where like yeah. I went and, and I'm not remembering that shit. And uh, and so like I just have to switch over to the TV, but I don't mind. And occasionally it does serve like some kind of an ad. But like I said, I don't watch anything that has ads anymore. So 
I don't always know when a cool movie or TV show is coming out. I want to be advertised to like, like I am the best target for advertising. I'm, I'm like, Oh, you got an ad. I sit and watch trailers. Like, 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 like sometimes it, it <laughs> I watch trailers when it's a movie that I'm until it has sold me. Like if I'm like, Oh, I don't know what this is. I'll never watch it unless it like, it sells me a little bit and I'll start watching the trailer. And the moment it has me, I'll pause it and stop because shit gets ruined for me really easily. If I have too much information, and I can like imagine that. Like, I know you like uh, mission impossible, right? So yeah. mission impossible, whatever they're up to comes out and you're like, don't show me the trailer. I want to be surprised. Yeah. But if it's maybe moon Knight, something you're completely unfamiliar with, I predict then yeah. you'd want to see the trailer and see if it, you know, some Viking show, maybe you want to see the trailer and see what's up. Yeah, that makes for sense sure. for sure. We use it with movies because I'm 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 going to more movies now. Uh, now that the mm. pandemic's over, hey, Delta says it is, so it is. Uh, now everybody's uh, taking the fucking masks off. I know we're going over here. Do you want Do you want to wrap it up and say that I wanted to talk about John Jones for a minute, but we can just do it on PK. Uh, let's do a PKN. Uh, go yeah. ahead. You want to talk about John? You think John Jones is going to beat Stipe? First of all, the fact that it's being offered to him, that, it, that they're saying to Nganu, the heavyweight champion of the world for Taylor's benefit, mm-hmm. um, that, hey, what, you hurt your foot or something? What's it been, like eight eight months since you fought? You know what? We're going to have an interim fight. Two guys are going to fight for a temporary belt. And then at some point, if you want your belt to be the undisputed belt, you'll have to face off against the winner of that fight. But we're not going to let this division you know, sit here for eight months. They do it all the time. We want this fight. And so they're having the ex-champ, Big white boy fight the 205 pound John Bones steroid Jones getting arrested, beating up women, champion mm-hmm. of the fucking Dominating world, women. never the defeated. Only UFC only, fighter to beat a car. Only lost one fight, and it was a disqualification because he fucked the guy up so hardcore with an illegal blow. Um, he, he headbutts cars. Um, he does all the drugs. He destroyed uh, Uncle Chael. Um, and he and he and he gets away from the law every time they try he to pull him down. Narrowly beat Uncle Chael. Had that go, had that he won eight seconds with left in the round, and he would not have come out for the second. That's my that's my story. You can't you can't tell it. I love that story. I love that <laughs> I love that reality where that existed because Chael would have held that belt as long as he could. He'd have never fought John. He'd have, held it <laughs> he'd have been hurt for the next yeah. like thirty six months. <laughs> oh yeah, forever. And he'd have been talking so much shit to John. He'd have been calling right. saying John won't sign calling john a coward anyway these two are fighting and it's actually a big fucking deal because john has spent literally the last i think two years i don't think it's exaggerating putting on 40 pounds like, like every time you look at his instagram he's squatting heavy <laughs> it's nothing but like he's just squatting heavy he's you know like like, like I, what was it i it's, said 700 pounds and someone was like he does not he squats 600 Oh, well, what a bitch. He's oh. very long and thin. And he doesn't look that thin in that picture, but he's 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 built kind of a two-to-one favorite. I didn't see that coming. Hell yeah. Uh, he's long and thin, and in a way, and this comes from Greg Doucet, a video I watched of him, he's getting newbie gains. He spent his whole life kind of optimizing like his strength-to-weight ratio, and this is the first time he hasn't had a weight problem. If anything, he likes being heavy. So he's lifting... In a way that he couldn't when he had to make a weight limit, and he's kind of getting newbie gains. I think two of his brothers were NFL players, or maybe even still are. Mm-hmm. So he he just he comes from stock that doesn't have to be so skinny, and now he's bulking up, and he has steroids. Probably, yeah. Um, so very much looking forward to that fight. Huge John Bones Jones fan. 
kind of was a bitch when he cried when those cops took him down though that that he i was a big fan and now i'm just like interested in a the good fight. sized fan yeah something <laughs> like that because like that is a real bitch move crying um when you get arrested and crying you have every cops. right to talk trash yeah, I've been arrested a time or two, and like, like, like I didn't I, I shed a fucking tear. I mean, when I got back home, and like, like just, and I'm just like, well, I fucked up, didn't I? <laughs> like, like, you have that cry, but I'm not crying in front of them. That you got hard as nails. Look at my fucking fucking picture. Look at my mugshot. I'm hard as nails, son. Yeah. You're like, ready to do life. You're ready to do life. <laughs> as yeah. far as I know. <laughs> Staring down life with vitriol in his eyes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyway. So I'm excited about John Jones. I did not see him being a favorite like that. I don't. Chael's son in acts like weightlifting and putting on muscle is not making you a better fighter. It just makes you slower. It makes you tired faster, stuff like that. And. I mean, it seems like strong people do well at fighting to me, but he's Chael Sonnen and I'm just fucking Woody. So like I, I but he hates John Jones. I can't take his analysis seriously. I'm being silly. A anyway, I, I want to see the fight. Let's see the fight. Very excited. Very excited. Stipe John was uh, the longest reigning champion in the heavyweight division in UFC history. And John and Jones is the longest reigning champion in the light heavyweight division in UFC history. And he was a longer reigning champion too, but it, but um, uh, I, I guess I'm saying Stipe is no joke, right? He's he's a legend at the sport, and let's see what he does against John Jones. Get smoked if, if if DC can beat him, then John's can John can make him cry maybe. Mm, yeah, I, DC can't the, beat the, him. The only way John Jones can ever be a full man in my eyes again is if he makes Stipe cry. That'll, <laughs> then, that'll then cancel out his crying. Pull the cry shame yeah. away from Jones and he'll have it. Yeah. So yeah. to be fair, Stipe beat DC two times DC two times out of three. But I don't, I just thought you're like, if DC beats him, then John Jones kills him. Like DC won one in three tries. That's good. That, that, that's that's still telling. John Jones hasn't lost to DC in any of his tries. Well, there was the if um, they fought tonight, John would beat DC. Be John kind of lost in that one of the times they fought, they took his win away because of his positive steroid test. That wasn't a po they determined that he was too much man for that event. Is what is the way <laughs> that is. Yeah, I do remember the legal work. papers. That's they what they work. said. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they said you're so much of a man. Why are you in there with regular people? That sounds legit. Thing. <laughs> all right uh, let's wrap it up and see taylor right. chomping at the bit me too pkn yeah. episode 400 thanks boys